0: Now, maybe to illustrate uh, the sense of loss involved in this story, uh, the loss for the family of 20-year-old Jimmy Lachlan from uh, Kilross in County Sligo uh, between Ballygal- Bally, Ballygallie and Ballantore. We, we might take you back four years because uh, Jimmy Lachlan had been murdered at his rented home in Connolly Street in Sligo in February 2018. But a year later, his work colleagues at McDonald's in Sligo were joined by Jimmy's parents in a tree-planting ceremony uh, to remember him. We decided to plant this tree, a memorial tree, to remember Jimmy in the best way possible. The tree, a weeping cherry blossom, a symbolic flower of the spring, and the fleeting nature of life. Their life is very short, just like Jimmy's. Oh, we're absolutely delighted. I mean, Jim was so well loved by everybody that knew him. And it just goes to show you how much of a mark he made in McDonald's. I mean, they closed the shop the day of his funeral and that's an unprecedented thing really with McDonald's. And, you know, throughout the whole year, they've been such a great support to us and everybody who works there been so lovely and it just goes to show how much Jim was really really loved and we're absolutely delighted to be here today to mark his life with a tree and we're always going to be able to pass by now and remember him every single day we pass well, that was uh, Paula Lachlan, Loughlin, Jimmy Lachlan's mother. Uh, yesterday in the High Court, the HSC apologised to Jimmy Lachlan's parents for what had happened to him. Uh, Jimmy was killed by a man with a severe psychiatric condition after he'd burst into his house. Uh, the HSE Leitrim Mental Health Services acknowledged shortcomings in the care of Jimmy's attacker and a representative of the clinical and management team at the HSE sligo Leitrim Mental Health Services sincerely and unreservedly apologised to Jimmy Lachlan's parents for the breaches of duty and the care provided and acknowledging... Uh, that, and accepting that it led to untold upset, distress, and harm to them and uh, their family. And it was an apology which was welcomed outside the court by the Advic family spokesperson, John Dean O'Keefe, who said the HSC should hang its head in shame. Unfortunately, no apology will now bring our son back to his loving family. A son from whom so much was promised, and yet everything was taken. The HSE should today hang its head in shame. Well, on the line with us now is the solicitor for the Lachlan family, uh, Senior Counsel Damien Tansy. Uh, Damien, good morning. Welcome to the programme. Good morning, now. The significance of the apology from the HSE and the case itself, um, what are your thoughts now this morning?
1: Well, the apology uh, is at the end of a long Journey for this this family who uh, encountered what is unimaginable in terms of uh, impact. To lose a, a child is, is is an enormous <coughs> excuse me loss for any family, but to lose a child in the circumstances in which uh, Jimmy was killed is just uh, extraordinary and uh, unspeakable and hard to imagine. Um, the the Loughlin family. Had to deal with not only the tragic circumstances of Jimmy's loss when it happened, uh, but they were effectively in no man's land in terms of uh, securing uh, a remedy. Uh, they thought the rec- they had they heard, for example, that the assailant uh, had a history uh, of mental illness and uh, violence, but um, his records were deemed to be beyond the pale by the uh, local uh, coroner. Uh, We sought uh, the records of the assailant from the coroner so that we could prepare on behalf of the Lachlan family for the inquest, the inevitable inquest, and he refused. Uh, And despite being pressed uh, robustly to review and reverse his decision in that regard, he, he stood firm, uh, and we had to go to the High Court by way of judicial review uh, in order to get a High Court order uh, directing him to release the medical records so that um, the Lockland family could prepare themselves for the inquest. And uh, we got that order, uh, and we got the records, uh, and the records revealed uh, an extraordinarily an extraordinary um uh, <coughs> record of, of of illness and danger arising from that illness mm. which uh, the assailant um, presented to the community
0: yeah a, a sustained as uh, a sustained history of of uh, a number of episodes of of what was quite clearly violent behavior on his behalf
1: well uh, numerous uh, episodes including um uh, uh, holding his mother hostage for fourteen hours, uh, dousing the house with an accelerant and threatening to set the place on fire, uh, and numerous other episodes of that nature, including uh, threatening strangers that he would kill them. And excuse me. Um, so, but but the, the the records also revealed that the the HSC mental services here in this region uh, commissioned a comprehensive report from a forensic psychiatrist from outside the area. And the involvement of that psychiatrist produced a very, very extensive report. And the report indicated that if he wasn't monitored very carefully, that he would kill randomly. That's in the report. It also recommended that whenever he was to be released into the community, it should only happen on notice to the guardie, uh, and when it did happen, he should be monitored very, very carefully, every twenty-four hours. And sadly, during the course of the inquest, when I asked the 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 uh, psychiatrist in charge of his case, uh, who was from Greece, uh, I asked him, uh, "Was he familiar with the report?" And he said he was. And I said, "Were the recommendations?" Um, carried out to the letter, or at all, and he said no, unfortunately, and tragically, uh, Jimmy Lachlan's death is um, the <clears throat> consequence of that um, shortcoming and that failure on the part of the HSE. It,
0: it's, it's over five years since this tragic incident, and I, I know one of the uh, issues the family have is that you know they they, sh- they couldn't or shouldn't have been expected to go to have to go such such great lengths. Uh, to highlight these issues and to get the information that they needed?
1: Well, it, well, it, you see, it, it, it's a unique case in many ways. There aren't any precedents for this where uh, the family of a deceased person who became deceased as a consequence of the actions of somebody else um, uh, take an action uh, against that um, somebody else or against the state who were the custodians of that somebody else. It, it, the state has an enormous um, responsibility uh, when it takes in charge responsibility for people who are compromised mentally. Um, You know, we had another case in Galway there a couple of years ago where a a, a patient was allowed to leave the facility when, in fact, the um, regime that he was being treated under provided that he could only be released into the care of one or other of his parents. And he was released, a, he, he, he was allowed out, and unfortunately he came to a, a, a sad ending as well. So when the state assume responsibility for the care of somebody who is mentally compromised, it's an enormous, enormously responsible role. Mm. And there cannot be, are, are, are weaknesses in the system because the consequences of such weaknesses can be so catastrophic, uh, as, as was the case here. Mm. I mean, the guards should have been noticed, should have been on notice, according to this report that dates from 2012. So from 2012 onwards, there's an enormous history of <coughs> violent episodes on the part of the assailant. And there was an inevitability uh, unfortunately and tragically, uh, to what happened, or to 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 this happening, if uh, the uh, regime that was uh, uh, designed by the person who carried out the forensic report in 2012 wasn't adhered to to the letter.
0: Okay, so how how are the family feeling now, considering the apology, considering the admission by the HSC that there were shortcomings? In uh, the care of, of Jimmy Lachlan's assailant. Uh, well, the... as you say, the, uh, as you said in uh, in your opening remarks, the the
1: um, the apology came very late in the day. There was never a concession under the heading of liability during the course of the civil proceedings, which were at high court level. There was never the 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 HSE never conceded, even after. Uh, extraordinary revelations became apparent during the course of the inquest. You will remember the inquest. It went on for yep. two days mm-hmm. uh, some time ago. And, and some of the evidence that emerged during the course of the, inf- I- I- the inquest was extraordinary. Now, I'm 43 years at this business, uh, and I have been at inquests up and down the country numerous times uh, in the area of medical negligence. And some of what I witnessed in that inquest was was. He was extraordinary, even uh, <clears throat> by reference to my experience. I mean, you had uh, the, outdated, the, the extraordinary situation where uh, a doctor uh, changed his deposition uh, on the morning that he gave evidence. Uh, and the belief on the part of the uh, family was that he had to change it. Or, well, he he shouldn't have changed it, but he was prompted to change it because some of the evidence that had emerged earlier contradicted what appeared in the deposition. So it it was an extraordinary case by any measure, an extraordinary case, uh, and very taxing uh, for us as lawyers. And if that be the case, you can imagine how taxing and difficult it was for the family. Now, it's extraordinary and and unusual, and it's mind-boggling that the HSE did not admit blame on the one hand, and on the other, they are prepared to um, deliver what, by any measure, was a grovelling apology. Um, in a sense, it, it went some way towards um, easing the pain for the for the Lockton family. It went some way, but they have to live with Jimmy's loss. He was an only son. Uh, they have to live with Jimmy's loss, and they're finding it quite difficult and quite challenging. Mm. And, and and that is going to be the, the, the their life for the rest of their life